You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly pop and geek culture show covering movies, TV, games, and comics. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that's going to see Dune at the AMC for scientific purposes. I'm Cody and I'm stuck in that popcorn bucket. (laughs) I'm Sam. And I'm Josh. Oh, we have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. We have a bunch of things to go over this week. But uh, first, let's talk about some stuff we've been checking out. Check it out! You had to intro with the bucket. I, I feel like the Fremen would find that bucket just highly offensive. Incredibly. Yes. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that later on. But uh, yeah, let's talk about some things we've been doing. Um, mine's quick. I have been... Um, work has been a little tough this week. So I've been looking at like comfort food. And I've gone back to the Perry Mason well. Did I ever tell you guys about how much I love the show Perry Mason? That you've, 1950s... You've, you've mentioned it. That 1950s law show. Welcome, my, welcome to Grandpa Corner. Yeah. My, uh, my extent of my knowledge of Perry Mason is that one Aussie song. <laughs> Perry Mason is a great show. It hits that same itch that old episodes of Law & Order do. Mm. Where you can, you can set your watch to the twists of the episode. Dun dun. You get about 15 minutes in before Perry Mason... Is introduced because you're setting up all the characters for the episode. Yeah, like a Law and Order. And then at at about 25 minutes, the person is wrongly arrested. <laughs> they never go. <laughs> Perry Mason has never lost a case, not once in nine seasons and <laughs> 30 odd made for TV movies. Never lost a case. No, I take that back. He lost one at the very beginning, but he dug deeper into it and had the had it reversed by the end of the episode. So technically he's lost, but no, you can set a timer to when everything happens nine minutes before the episode ends. That's when you, whoever's on the stand, that's who actually did it. It's like the Goldbergs. You know, you're in the third act because somebody hugs. Yes. <laughs> Every time. Exactly. <laughs> and the shows they're they're easy to watch. They do deal a lot of times with like murder and stuff like that, but it's in a very, it's a very easy to watch kind of thing. And the actors and actresses on the show are genuinely likable. Um, uh, Raymond Burr is great as Perry Mason, who is very serious when it comes to his job, but he's has a very dry wit. Like he'll make jokes, but they're usually very dry or very kind of sarcastic <laughs> It sounds like Agatha Christie for people who are trying to go to sleep. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, but it's legitimately a very good show. The it's the first season were based off of they were a, it was a series of novels prior to it being a show. The first season, a lot of the episodes were based off of those novels. And I mean, the, like, novellas, they're short. They're like, you know, like 150 pages. They're very yeah, short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's. It's a good show. It's legitimately good. And, you know, you have his his uh, receptionist, Della Street, who is always helping him out. And uh, private investigator Paul Drake going up against the... Uh, These names are very good. Oh, yeah. The, 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 the police detective, uh, Detective Trag, who is always wrongfully accusing the wrong person. 
that Perry then has to turn around and uh, clear, clear, and the and the uh, uh, state public uh, defense uh, public prosecutor uh, Hamilton Berger. They made an anime of this. It's called Ace Attorney. They kind of it is it is very very close to Ace Attorney. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, objection. Oh, the only problem is um, uh, Phoenix Wright is is kind of a doofus. Perry Mason is not a doofus. Yeah. Phoenix Wright is the master of pulling things out of his butt at the last second. Yeah. <laughs> no, Perry will, uh, in later s- seasons, and they did a parody of this on uh, Saturday Night Live years ago. They did a whole thing where they had TV lawyers, a bunch of TV lawyers come in to defend a defendant. And it was a bunch of people making jokes about, you know, the different TV lawyers. Like, like, like Night Court. And- well, they, they had uh, Phil Hartman came in as Matlock. And with his with his white seersucker suit going, <laughs> well, you know, I'm just a, a down home country lawyer, but I believe this, that, and the other. And, and at one point, Perry Mason comes in, and Perry's big thing is in later seasons, demonstrations, scientific demonstrations to prove that X thing didn't X happen. Thing didn't happen. So in this SNL sketch, he goes. Your Honor, I'd like to bring in a demonstration, and and Paul Drake, the in- investigator, is wheeling in like a child's vo- volcano, <laughs> like experiment <laughs> as a joke, being like, "What is this going to prove to anyone?" <laughs> but it's it's not too far off from a lot of times the kind, kind of, of stuff he would did, do. Yeah, did the unfrozen caveman lawyer show? I think of, I think it was I think unfrozen caveman lawyer was <laughs> was part of that that uh, that thing as well. But uh, but no, I, honestly, if you need something easy to watch that holds your attention just enough and is entertaining enough and they're done in 40 minutes gotta love old tv and everybody smokes well everybody is smoking all the time forever it was good for you then yeah yeah doctor approved (laughs) yeah i remember like this reminds me like whenever i see like vintage like cigarette like like they used to like say like cigarettes like helped you lose weight and stuff like that so it was marketed toward women i mean mean, technically they marketed uh, um, <laughs> Lucky, was a strike. Lucky Strike. Yeah. I was going to say Winston, but yeah, you're right. Oh, no, Lucky. it was Winston. Winston, yeah. Because Winston tastes good like a cigarette should. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I think Barney Rubble delivers that. I believe he does, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yeah, I remember yep. that, yeah. Uh, I, oh, wow. I finished uh, Echo this, this week. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Marvel's Echo. It's really Really, really good. Oh, good! It's like the the best one they've done in a while. That is also like a serious like story. Okay, only tangentially superheroy. It's barely. She does get like kind of Native American y powers toward the oh, end. Oh, really? But like, at only like a touch that gets her out of a situ gets her out of a bad situation. Okay, at what the was end her with her family? What was her vague Native American powers? Because Echo has. Um, well, she has like photographic reflexes kind of thing, like a taskmaster kind of thing, kind of, um, sorta. She she can make her hands glow to heal people mm. and their past traumas, and also like channel her ancestors. She's stuck in it without spoiling. She's sure. stuck in a situation uh, where she's trapped with her grandma and her like sister. And she can power them up because they're her ancestors. I'm not familiar enough with the character to know if they have added that to her power set in the comics. I always thought she was 
if it's sometimes photographic reflexes, sometimes just daredevil, but deaf instead of blind. And I mean, she is that too in the show, but like, yeah. because that's how Wilson Fisk, tr- like, trained her, her to, to train her to be yeah and he is so good in this oh like, he's one of the best there there's yeah. so much like pathos I mean, going on i mean with him. i thought vincent d'onofrio has been uh, even in the old uh daredevil on netflix was amazing yeah there, there, there's there's just so many scenes that are just really compelling because you're like oh you know he loves her but he's so mad and he's he's uh-huh. the kingpin like like yeah, he, he's a bad guy. Yeah. It's it's good. It's good TV. Good, good. Yeah, I, that might Echo might be the one that brings me back in. I might I might have to sit and watch it every and time I uh, I think I'm out. They're pulling me back. Pulling me back in. In. It's hardly yeah. related to anything else. Like anything you might have missed that was in. I think Hawkeye was where she first yeah. showed up. They show you that in the first. Five oh, minutes that's good. Of the first episode. Okay, that's good. I say because Hawkeye is a few years removed now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we first watched it, it was a Wednesday, and Jeremy Renner showed up, and I was like, "Happy Wednesday!" <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, good very, joke. Very That's a good, good joke. That would be a good T-shirt too. That, that was his thing <laughs> from his his app. Oh yeah, the, that's right. When he had, he had his social the, media, the Jeremy Renner app that he would post pictures on Wednesdays uh-huh. and say "Happy Wednesday, everybody." Right. Uh, I've totally forgot about the Jeremy Renner app. How big of a egomaniac you have to be dead think you need your own app well that's fair I mean, I mean although to be fair it was probably a different company that came up to him and is like here we'll give you some money if you do this put your face on this and yeah send us yeah kind of yeah. like a mint mobile <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh well josh what have you been doing actually i've checked out a couple of things let's hear it so um i started playing ghost of tashima that's a good game. Oh, cool. I really like it. Uh, samurai stuff, right? Yeah. Yep. It is set in uh, feudal Japan in the time of shoguns and stuff amidst like- a Mongolian invasion. Mm-mm. But no, it's 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 not bad. Um, I'm not really all that far in it, but it definitely hits all the touch tones of a third person adventure game on PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, the only thing it's missing is yellow tinted climbable surfaces. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very much your Sony cinematic video game product. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that's not really a dig against it. Yeah. I mean, don't don't fix what ain't broke. But sure. Yeah. I mean that's the thing. If you buy a PlayStation, like that's what you get. Like you should know. You know you're gonna get a bunch of video games that also want to be movies, and that's oh yeah, I mean, that's you're, fine. Spider Man, yeah. your God of War, your Horizon Zero Dawn, your Last yeah, of Us. Yeah, that that's Sony's thing. They do. This one just happens to have a samurai flair, which I mean, it's good. I mean, it's fun. Uh, combat's pretty good once you actually get kind of used to it. I'm I, I'm still kind of tripping here and there. I think it, I thought it was one of the more video gamey of their cinematic video games, like in a good yeah, in a good yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. At first, I started playing in. Uh, I couldn't decide if I wanted to go just straight Japanese or go Kurosawa mode. With oh, the, with the black and white and the slightly different sound. Yeah. But I'm sitting there and I started playing it in Japanese and I'm going through the whole beginning of the game and it has the opposite of effect when you're like, like say if you're watching like anime dubbed or something where the mouse were animated in English. 
and, oh. the, ja- and the Japanese audio. Oh, interesting. No. That's weird. Doesn't seem to fit right. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, and when I play video games, I sit kind of close to my TV, and it was really hard for me to focus on the gameplay and reading the subtitles at the same time. So I was like, oh, I'm going to have to switch this back because I can't. I can't. <laughs> I'm surprised they hand animated the mouth flap. Usually yeah. they can get, you know, they can program the, uh, a thing to do it. Thing yeah. to do it. Yeah. It's just something I happened to notice while I was playing. I was like, mm, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I really liked it, but then I think like a, a Yakuza game came out while I was playing it or something, and I went to that, and then I never went back. Yeah, like I said, I'm only like hour and a half, two hours into it, maybe. But no, I like it. It's fun. Um, it's a beautiful game. Oh yeah, I remember the trailers for it. It was really I, that was another reason. That was another reason I didn't want to play it in Kurosawa mode uh, initially because I kept hearing all these things of how beautifully animated and how vibrant the world is in this game. And I really wanted to experience that in the full color. Sure. Versus the black and white with the slightly toned down audio. Yeah, I think yeah. I think that's like meant for like a new game. A new plus. game plus kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh that one, you know, like I said, it's not a bad game. I do definitely plan on finishing it. Thanks, PlayStation Plus, for having it on the catalog. <laughs> uh it's like the director's a cut edition of the game or whatever, so it had all this little, you know, cosmetic oh, doodad. I, I should probably download that then. As so far, all I've really noticed was a a, a nice horse. Cool. It's, it's, it's yeah, you like, can't go wrong with a nice horse. Yeah, it's like a pl- the PlayStation 5 like remaster version, right? It's slightly up. Slightly, yeah. 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 I mean, just about everything you can download is slightly up on the PS5. Uh, another thing I've been trying out was it's a free game that was put out by Ubisoft. I don't know how long it's been out. I just happened to see it, and I was like, eh. or how much longer it'll exist. Well, true, true, true. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, but it's called uh, Roller Champions. I remember that. I didn't know it was still running. Yeah, apparently it is. Uh, it does take forever to get into a match. Anyway, so the game is kind of like roller derby mm. with a more sport sporty objective, where you have a ball and you got to get it through a hoop. Uh, but you can't score until you've completed one lap around the circuit. While, oh, interesting. While, he, while your team controls he, the ball. You can't score until you've scored in roller derby. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, but if you keep making uh, laps, your score multiplier goes up. So when you eventually do shoot for the goal, it'll be worth more points. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Cool. Yeah. Uh, you win a match by scoring five points. Uh, hmm. If you go around the track, I think it's like three or four times, you get a five five score uh, bucket. You can five instantly point bucket. win. You can, yeah. you can insta win. Yeah. Uh, but there's like a whole like, uh, like, yeah, you're, you're on rollerblades and stuff and you can, you know, tackle people, knock people out. You can do like a uppercut thing. Hip check. Yeah. But there's also like walls kind of like rocket league. Oh, so, so the you, curve, so you can kind of go you up, can go up and you, Mario strikers. Yeah. And you can like, you know, um, you can crouch down to skate faster. You come down the wall off super fast. No, that sounds like a lot of fun. It is fun. Um, like I said, I don't think the community is that big, so it takes a really long time to get a match. Sure. Before the game's like, eh, we're going to throw a bunch of AIs at you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's all right. Um, there is, you know, premium currency to get stuff out of the shop, and it's all just cosmetic BS. Man, if, it was a, if it was an EA game, it would have shut down after two months. Probably. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I don't, like I said, I don't know how long it's been out. It's just something I happened to see, and I was like, 
I'll give it a shot. I'll check. I mean, I check out all of those little weird. Well, price free is to, right. Yeah. yeah, I know all those little weird free to play doodad. Like I used to play like Knockout Can- or was it Knockout City or Knockout? Yeah, Kings. that was the EA one that they like. Nope, shut down. Yeah, yeah. this Ooh. didn't make us a gajillion dollars. So hey, I thought the dodgeball one was a lot more fun. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was uh, a shame they killed it. It's kind of like how, like, when I played uh, Ninjala on the Switch, and I just kind of like bounced off. Oh, it so I bounced hard. off that so hard because it oh, wasn't. Yeah. It didn't. It didn't scratch that Splatoon itch. Yeah, well, yeah. It, it just didn't work. I didn't think them. No, be, it was like, really buggy and really kind of just. Eh. It was not like the loop wasn't didn't grab you. Like you just kind of ran into another player and you waggled slam buttons until one of you lived or died. Like mm-hmm. it felt like nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, talking about this just makes me want to go see uh, Roller Derby. Yeah, it's been a long time. It's been a l- too long since Does Marion even have a Roller Derby team anymore? Probably not. I don't believe so. As I haven't heard. I don't think they ever really truly did. Truly did. I, they might have done some practices at Zoomers, and that was about it. That yeah. might have been it. Yeah. No. But uh, no, I still get updates from the uh, Ohio um, Roller Derby Roller League. Derby. Yeah. Every now and then, and uh, yeah, I. Eh. Should go down there sometime. Did, did you see recently some Japanese mobile gacha game came out with an expiration date already attached? Really? What? Yeah. You're kidding me. No, I can't remember what it was called, but I saw it on Twitter today. Like, they were just like, this is a short, this is a limited time thing. We're going to take it down. Well, then wh- why? What's the point? Why? You, that, you don't say that on the outside. Yeah, you're saying the quiet part out loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, you got to get them in to get them to spend the money first. <laughs> yeah, you don't tell people that, hey, this game's not going to exist in six months because no one's going to play your yeah. game. Either no one's going to play it or no one's going to buy your stupid, yeah. your yeah. stupid, shiny, your stupid, shiny outfits That's or whatever. Ridiculous. I, I wish I remember what it was called, but like <laughs> that is so That's, dumb. It's the sign of the times. That is I, so I dumb. Wow. Like, I know, like the Asian market is like just saturated in free-to-play mobile game BS, and it's really popular over there, and I get that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, that's not a very good business model. There was, uh, There's a new uh, Atelier mobile game that apparently just came out, and I had just gotten into that franchise, so oh, sure. I was like, well, I'll check that out. And then it started, and they started the story, and like all the Ateliers from the other games show up, and like we're from different worlds. And then I shut it off because <laughs> I'm like, I'm so tired of this. Like, yeah, this is the the franchise mobile game where it's all of the things you like slam jammed into one game. Like the even the Fire Emblem one. I was just going to say Fire Emblem. Hey, I'm so sick yeah. of that. Like that trope being used to sell you your favorite characters back to you. That I'm yeah. like, I'm not playing this. Yeah. Oh man, I. Kind of, ha- it's. I have kind of a news thing. It's kind of okay. similar to that. Yeah. Uh, Fortnite's coming back to iOS. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sort of. Huh. Okay. Sort of. In the EU market. Oh, all right. Uh, per the the latest uh, Epic uh, Apple lawsuit, whatever, whatever. Yeah. They, they seem like they're always fighting. I'm like the the initial. Well, you see, the there's initial- only so much money. <laughs> either one of them and over. both of them want it <laughs> I don't want to play Fortnite without buttons I don't even uh, want to play Fortnite that bad yeah. I especially don't want to play it without buttons right right <laughs> it would definitely if I was going to play it on my phone it'd definitely be one of those things where I'm going to link my controller because I'm not going to do that 
Yeah. I would like, I would maybe do the rhythm game one with the tap in the screen. I think I could handle oh, that. Oh, yeah. But anything uh, else, like, absolutely not. Yeah. A fest. Uh, the one Fortnite mode I still haven't tried. It's fine. I'm, I'm just not really that. Not a rhythm game guy. I mean, I played Rock Band a bunch when I was younger. Well, everyone played Rock yeah, Band yeah. a bunch. Yeah, I just, I don't really think I'm in that that space anymore. I'm just like, eh, I don't care. I unlocked a bunch of songs the other day. Like, I logged on and it was like, oh yeah, because Solid Snake's open now. So that's why I got oh. back on. Oh, that's right. Yep. And and Raiden, or Raiden's in the, uh, in the shop. <laughs> they should put Snake Eater in Festival, the song. Oh, yeah, that'd be pretty good. But yeah, uh, for Solid Snake, the options are like Classic Snake and then like Old Snake from 4. Nice. Mm. I saw a clip of him doing the uh, uh, surfing bird dance from Family Guy <laughs> and I was like, oh, God. Yep, yep, that's about right. No, that sounds awesome. I don't know what your, what, what your, what your beef is. That Cur- sounds great. <laughs> Colonel, did you know? Have you heard? What, what is it, Snake? It's about the bird. <laughs> Colonel, the bird is the word. <laughs> Colonel. I wish that song wasn't so like deeply ingrained with Family Guy. I because know, because it's, it's a, a good killer, song. It's a killer song. Yeah. And like a like a classic punk staple. Mm-hmm. And like the fact that, you know, the only time you ever hear that song is the with the sound clip from Fort or from <laughs> Family Guy, where it's Peter going Yeah. It, people should think of the trash men when they hear that, not Peter, not Peter Griffin. Griffin. Yeah, <laughs> or I feel like or the Ramones. I, I feel like covered ro- it. I feel like Rock Lobster is kind of that way. The too. Cramps. Rock Lobster is getting that way as well. Yeah, because yeah. the stupid Fortnite or the stupid. Why do I keep saying Fortnite? Stupid Family Guy joke. Everything's yeah. in Fortnite anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Colonel, <laughs> if, if it exists, I can do a floss. Colonel, <laughs> Colonel, let's get this dub. Colonel. I saw where somebody in Colonel, have you heard this Megan Trainer song? <laughs> it's excellent. Colonel, I just got Victory Royale. <laughs> Otakon. I am waiting for like I don't know. I don't know if they would do it as like a separate character or if they would just be another skin for like for like Raiden. But which, if they did- which Raiden is it? Is it um Revengeance or it's he still looks pretty. Metal human. Gear Two. I think it's Metal Gear Two. Okay. Because his his uh his other style option is the gas mask that makes him look a lot like uh psychomantis. A psychomantis. Yeah. So it's not permanent high heel feet white blood right. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't have the robot jaw and the <laughs> and the eye patch. <laughs> I still think that Metal Gear Two was should not have been maligned as much as it was just for swapping out snake cuz that i think that's my favorite one of the bunch honestly yeah i think that's the why pe- i think that's why people lampoon it so bad is cuz you got rid of it's cuz they get rid of, rid of snake yeah i'm mad because i'm not snake it's like well it makes you appreciate snake more because you see him from a different perspective yeah yeah, yeah you get to see like you know espionage snake rather yeah. than action hero snake and like so the story of it is the most buck wild and like and that's saying a lot because it's metal gear well and like predicts so many things that we are struggling with as a society now is, is that the uh, nuclear arms that, one or that's is that the, the memes the, the memes one okay yeah <laughs> God, kojima he predicted so much <laughs> 
Yeah, Simpsons did it. You're right. Uh, but no, I see. I love the Metal Gear. Like the whole Metal Gear franchise. Well, most of the Metal Gear franchise. I can't say all because Metal Gear Survive can go die in a trash. That, that's that's not real. That's not that yeah. That, that, that's not canon. Yeah. That's the Dragon Ball GT of Metal Gear. <laughs> I get that reference. Hey, I I didn't. Uh, GT was a Dragon Ball series that was put out without uh, Toyama, and he never made any, they, he never made any mangas based on it. It's basically animated fan fiction. Uh, I'm a One Piece guy now, so <laughs> mm. I I bought an anime figure the other day. Nice. Well, of course, it was off Timu, so it was ten dollars. But I sure. do I do own a big Zoro now. So. Oh well, there you go. So I'm that is it, guy. Is it nice? Is it is the quality good? Is it's it, actually yeah, it's pretty it, solid. It's, it's not like you know cheap. Cheap knockoff garbage. I, I basically bought it just to test to see if, if it was Timo gonna, was actually real. Yeah, and this one, yeah, I consider myself pretty lucky. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Like every time I see like an ad for Timo, Timu or whatever, and I'm like, I know this is just Japanese wish. Oh but, yeah, and it yeah. I mean, you're rolling the dice. I, I bought yeah. a 3D printed uh, statue of the goddess from Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. It's, oh. It's crap. It's not oh, really. It's not sanded. Oh, really? It, just, it oh, fell bummer. right out of the 3D printer. But uh, it was also like, what? Well, I paid two dollars for it. Well, so then, like, yeah, you get yeah. what you pay for. Sure, I guess. That's that's just the way it is with Timu. Like, maybe it'll be good. Maybe it'll be. You crap. pay your money. You take your chances. Yeah, but uh, you, you, but you, you won't mean, pay a lot. <laughs> you mean like on Etsy, where everybody and their brother has a 3D printer now, and everyone yeah, prints, yeah, prints. Just basic things and charges you forty, fifty dollars for I, without putting any of the work into it. I buy, I buy a lot of knockoff Lego off of Timu, and they, I've never had a bad one show hey, up. There you go. All right, cool. All right, all right. Hey, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Power World. We're going to talk about WWE. We're going to talk about that Dune bucket <laughs> and some other things. Why not? Ed Sheeran, Beyonce, Drake, Taylor Swift. Not a single one of these music legends has any idea what our show Longplay is all about. I would bet that not a single one of these music megastars will ever tune in to an episode of Longplay here on WZMO. But you can. I'm Greg Dunham, and I invite you to catch Longplay every Friday night at 11 or Saturday afternoon at 3 and give a listen to the radio show that 99.9% of all future Rock and Roll Hall of Famers will never hear. Hey everybody, we're back from the break and it's time for news. And we didn't decide what news we were going to come we back didn't. into. We uh, didn't. Should we... Do we want to go ease into the big stuff or do we want to just jump right in i think we should fall something first into a popcorn bucket okay since we mentioned it we mentioned top. that top of show yeah no there's a there's a popcorn bucket that amc is putting out for dune two too many dunes two dune two sand yeah Two dunes, one bucket. Two dunes, one bucket. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I win again. You win. Uh, but yeah, so it is. Uh, it is a popcorn bucket of a sandworm. That, you know that only the Keysatch Haverdack can use. I can't remember how you pronounce that. I probably <laughs> butchered it so bad. Oh, Hatterack. Hatterack. Keysatch Hatterack. Keysatch Hatterack. Oh, yeah. Fra 
Frank Herbert, why'd you, only why, the, why'd you write this? Only the Bene Gesserit can... Mm-hmm. Y- Stop. <laughs> the Gom Jabbar. The Gom Jabbar. We're just you saying can, words now. They, they hold the gum jabar to your neck while you eat the popcorn. Yes. <laughs> Why oh. didn't they make the popcorn bucket the, the pain box? Yeah, that would be great. That also would have been not as bad as the way yeah, this looks. It also this one is... It looks like if sexual. You, yeah, if yeah. you've been on the internet enough, that's all we really need to say. <laughs> it looks... It's interesting. It is interesting. It, it looks like a product that's name sounds like flashlight. Yes, and that's as far as we're flying close to the sun. Yeah. Uh, yes. It is very unfortunate and poorly designed, and I feel like and it was done on purpose. And also flesh-colored. Yeah. Yeah, why is it? Why didn't why? they paint it at all? Yeah, Now no, that I think not, about yeah. it, it is just flesh-colored, not shaded in any way. Mm-hmm. The teeth are also, fle- like... Yeah, they could at least color the teeth because, like, it's a whole the, thing. The Chris knife is made out of those. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think okay. I think we've covered this one about as far as we. Can. Also, I want to <laughs> see the. I want to see Dune two. I do want to see two Dunes. Yeah, two Dunes, two Dunes, two two Dunes, two Spice. <laughs> the popcorn must flow. <laughs> two two Dune, two Dune, two Furious. Yes. It's all um, about family. All right. It's hey, all about the spice. Yeah. So speaking of uh, flying co- close to the sun, let's jump into Pal World. Yeah. Hey, all right. It's the hot topic this it week. Is. It and is. And probably will continue to be for a good for while. For a little while. For maybe a month before yeah. everyone gets tired so, of it. Pal World was is a game that was created by uh, Pocket Pair Games, a, a small Japanese um, producer. Um, originally, I think we covered the trailer for it like a three while? years ago yeah. when they first announced it. Because it was so wild. It was wild. so wild. It, yeah. It looked like it was never, like, I thought for a while that it was just going to be a scam. Everybody thought it was a scam. It was, this is the one that is, um, originally presented itself as Pokemon with guns. It turns out it's not that's really. not what it really is. No, it's, 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 it's only more an like, aspect of it. It's yeah. almost like, um, it's arc. arc. It's arc with Pokemon. It's arc with Pokemon. And you do get guns, but not until you've already played for like 20 hours. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but this game has sparked a, a debate online. Well, one, it sold like 6 million copies. It's it, the it, top it, selling it, game it, on on Steam right now. It has sold so much, their servers can't handle it. Yeah. It's, and they've and they're in talks with Epic to help them stabilize, stabilize their, servers. their games and it's still in early access so yeah. it's not even done but it's yeah. surprisingly full featured for being early access right and i want to get into the features here in a little bit but first we should talk about the discourse surrounding this game because i guess there is some it it is a survival game where you build a base and build items and stuff. But craft also, and, and survive. Craft, yeah. But also there are creatures running around the map that you can throw balls at and capture, not unlike another very popular franchise. Legally, disti- legally distinct Pokemon. The best kind yeah. of distinct. <laughs> um, and this has raised a lot of questions about what is parody, what is infringement infringement uh there was a lot of talks people going nuts about whether or not these creatures were ai generated they weren't they weren't (laughs) no um okay we should say we are recording this at 7 p.m 
on Friday the 25th. And and at this point... At this point, there is no evidence, evidence of a hardcore infringement or use of uh, AI. Use of AI. I, which is morally corrupt use of AI. Correct. Here's the thing. One, if they had used AI to make these uh, models, it's all over because... It they're, would be they're very using, good. Yeah, they would be using uh, their uh, Pokemon company's intellectual property if they generated them from AI. Right. Um, but these models are too good to be AI generated. Yeah. Like the designs are too good. Now, are they really, really close to the originals? To Pokemon? Yes. Yes. Some of them extremely so. Extremely so. That's How not Eevee. It's Chris. Yeah, ex exactly. However, there have been people that have gone through uh, and torn the models out of the game and compared them to models used by the Pokemon company and have stated these are original. They are not. They didn't just take an Eevee and slap a bunch of stuff on it. I mean, visually, they took an Eevee and slapped a bunch of stuff <laughs> on it. But as far as like physically taking the model out of a Pokemon game and physically putting a few things on it and putting it into their game, that's not what happened. It they has it things. has been built. It has been built from scratch, heavily reliant on the designs of other things. The Wall Street Journal actually had a bunch of uh, copyright lawyers sit down and play Power World for about three hours and then ask them, hey, is there anything there? And the infringement and the lawyers were all like, not no, I mean, it's 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 close. They're I, as close as they can possibly legally get, but they're not doing anything wrong. I I don't think anybody's gonna see Power World and think that it is Pokemon. I no, mean, I don't think so either. The gameplay is nothing alike. Sure, I mean the, they, has, they don't evolve. That's one thing. You can you can give them like weapons and stuff, but they don't evolve, right? Not that I've seen. Yeah. So there's so so there's nothing there with that. Um, there have been people that have online uh, that have stated that there was undeniable proof that there's been wrongdoing, and then came out later said, "Yeah, no, we were just mad about this, so we fabricated a bunch of stuff." Yeah, there's a <sighs> lot of people that are like really weirdly mad about it. Well, Pal World managed to also copy the Pokemon fan base <laughs> and how upset they get about things. But I'm bum. <laughs> I don't. I don't see why people feel the need to like stand up for the Pokemon company. No, like, who? They're gonna be fine. <laughs> and, and and listen, games and media in general, there has been parody and satire and things that have gotten dangerously close without actually infringing. I can give you some examples. Shovel Knight. Shovel. Well, no, Shovel, no. Shovel Knight's an original thing that is... Th I, th I know, but it's still very Mega Man-esque. That's that's a... No, I, I, w I wouldn't say that. I would say Vampire Survivor. Oh, where yeah. They, they took picture For their splash screen, especially, they took pictures from Castlevania and Bayonetta, changed the colors, changed them just enough to make them legally distinct, and slapped it into their game. Now, the whole thing is feels like a Castlevania fan game. Yeah. And there was actually another uh, Bullet Heaven game that was on iOS prior to Vampire Survivor that does the exact same thing. The only difference is 
Vampire Survivor put it out for cheaper and put all those uh, casino flashing lights and loud noises <laughs> that everyone seemed to love. When you get the treasure chest and it makes, And you get the five and it, it's so good, it right? It is so good. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, that, but that's one thing. If you want to go back in time even further, like I mentioned before the show, SNK, if you want to look at the differences, the comparisons between Street Fighter 2 and Art of Fighting, specifically Art of Fighting with R- Ryu and Ryo... And that's, they were copying each other's launch. That's that's closer to anything that Power World does compared to Pokemon too. Like, yeah, Power World is its own original it's its game. Own thing. And a third one, and this is in general media, um, Spaceballs. When Spaceballs <laughs> the movie was made, it actually got uh, Lucasfilm. They actually tried to sue and tried to keep the film from coming out. And the agreement that they came up with was, okay, this is really, really, really close. It is parody. We'll let this movie go. You can't have any merchandising. That's why that scene that Yogurt is in, where he's making a joke about merchandising, where the real money from the movie is made. (laughs) And he's showing off all these t-shirts and everything else like that. But you've never, ever seen anything officially marketed Spaceballs anything. Everything that's Spaceballs that you see is like uh, off-brand fan-made stuff. It's because they're not allowed. They were never allowed to make action figures. They should. Spaceballs the t-shirt. Spaceballs the lunchbox. Spaceballs the flamethrower. I mean, but it also it was it also was a discussion about like the merchandising in Star Wars because well, sure. But that was, but they put that in specifically because the agreement was you can't make marketing for this <laughs> because that's bull- that's going to eat into the Lucasfilm lunch. That's bullcrap too. Yeah, they should have been able to. They should have been able to. But the point is, copying stuff has been around forever. I mean, look at DC and Marvel. They're yeah. always borrowing each other's homework. Superman and Sentry. Superman and Hyperion. Um, Aquaman and. Aquaman and Namor. Wet boy. Yeah. (laughs) Heck, DC has a character called, what's he called? The Spider or Black Spider? Yeah. Who's just villainous Spider-Man? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Um, And what you do is you make it legally distinct and then you move on. Let's be honest. Pal World, and we're going to, and again, you're going to talk about the game here in a sec. It's a flash in the pan. Oh, yeah, there's a new survival game on Steam every two months. That yeah, gets, that everyone gets to. Yeah. Remember when everyone was playing Valheim? Or uh, v, v Rising? Is that what it was? There was a vampire. Uh, there, was, there, was yeah, a vampire there was a vampire one. Right. But it's going it's going to disappear. And people are going, you know, there'll be a couple. It's six months from now, people are going to go, hey, I'm still playing that, uh, that Pal World game. I know everyone's kind of given up on it. Yeah, whatever. It was fun for a while, and then you move on. Yeah, like, it's you a, know, It's a flash in the pan. Like your Rust, your Minecraft, yeah. This your one is whatever. only this big because, one, people didn't think it was going to happen. Two, it is, you know, the joke is, oh, it's Pokemon with guns. And three, it's cheap. The and game's cheap. It's 25 bucks. And they did a good, a yeah, good did, enough yeah, job. Talk, yeah, you've played quite a bit <laughs> of it, haven't like, you? Also, they've said that they weren't trying to do a parody, but like, it's a parody. It's a parody. Like a lot of like the monster descriptions and just the way that you treat the monsters, 
it's, yeah. it's Pokemon that's saying the quiet part out loud, kind of. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like this is where Pokemon is would he, in would the real go, world. In, in the, the real, real world. world. Yeah. 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 Not the idyllic Pokemon universe. Right. But like, it's a solid game. I've probably put five or six or maybe more hours into it at this point. <laughs> um, you you go you do the crafting thing and then you make your items and then you go out and find monsters and the loop is very feels rewarding and it it's fun to do and it's and it's uh, from what I've seen and I've watched a couple of streamers play it it seems like yeah the Pokemon are there you can use them to fight but they're more used back at your base to craft you more things yeah and to keep you from having to do the same uh, thing over and over medial task over and over they automate a lot of the stuff yeah the they don't they fight each other and they have set moves and you can get more moves for them but you have you can't order them around you can't say hey use this move now yeah the closest you can get is like there's a a firefox vulpix like mm-hmm. and you can build a harness for it so you can hold it and use it as a flamethrower oh well there you go yeah <laughs> which is funny that's that's, yeah, no, funny. that's funny isn't there one called like a depresso where you give it like energy drinks or something like that uh, there, I mean, there is a, like a sad looking guy called Depresso. I don't know. If okay. Can, I, I haven't heard anything about the energy drinks, but yeah. And he doesn't really have a Pokemon. Yeah. No, some of them don't have Pokemon analogous. Some of them very much do. Yeah. Some of them are very clearly they've taken the head off of one and the body off of another and changed the color. <laughs> They're, they're Lucario. But legally distinct. Their Lucario is like Egyptian Lucario. Yeah. Like. <laughs> You I've know, seen Egyptian you know Lucario, and that's Pic- fine. Picturing it in my head, that works. Yeah. He's already pretty jackal-like. Yeah. So I, I don't see an issue with Pal World. Again, it's a flash in the pan. It's going to be gone in six months. The fact that PETA came out and was criticizing it for the treatment. Well, but... I know, PETA, PETA complains about everything. PETA complains about everything. And, and they, also, and, and they, they have- also pick and choose... They also pick and choose what they complain about so that they can get maximum visibility. Yeah, and this is the hot thing. This right is now. the hot thing. Despite all the terrible things that Peter themselves do. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Speaking of terrible things, there's also the uh, human enemy element of Power World. Oh yeah, you. There, there, it has its own uh, Team Rocket who are apparently poachers, and when you're going around the map, you can find that they have pals in cages. Which is like, I'm like, oh no, they're putting pals in cages. That's only marginally worse than what I'm making them do. But at least your your pals are free range. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you tried catching a human yet? I have, but I haven't had the catch rates too low Uh-oh, for me gotcha. to succeed. But it can be done. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because pals are genetically evolved humans. If you get huh. into the lore. That's the lore. That's the lore that pals are divergent species of human. And that's why the pal balls or work pal on, orbs work on people. Work on people as well. Uh, also, you can you can also eat people. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. There's a butcher knife item you can unlock that lets you butcher pals into items and like and it, humans. Yeah, yeah. And if humans. you've caught a human, you can and yeah. it like mosaics over the pal or human while you're doing it, like it's censoring the oh, horrible yeah. act you're committing. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Wow. And, there, and there's pal like police that show up if you hurt other humans, which I was surprised by. I just saw a guy and I'm like, I'm going to throw the pal sphere at him. And then cops showed up and I'm like, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I might. I might have to try <laughs> try this one. It's yeah. just, it's it's a like a they built like an interesting world full of things to play with. Yeah, and what and they're, they're going to be want? adding more again. This game is in early access, so they're still adding stuff to it and tweaking it. Yeah, and I've played way rougher early access. Oh games too. sure, like yeah, yeah. I've heard that it it came out in a nearly polished state that similar to Hades when Hades was in early access forever, but it was everything they put out was good and fixed and right. I mean, that helped Hades, Hades yeah. popularity. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I've only, I've had it crash back to the dash Xbox dashboard on me a couple times. Okay. Well, that's not like, too bad. That's, that's better than some of the games I've been playing lately. They've yeah. been crashing pretty hardcore. Um, okay. So we have time I want to. We need to get to the WWE stuff. We also need to talk about OhioCon. Let's talk about OhioCon first. But let's get this one out of the way. That, that's local. Local news. It is local news that is within our wheelhouse. So let's talk about it. So OhioCon, the uh, the one of the two. I, I would say it was the originator. It was yeah. the, it was the first. Yeah. It, it was it was at one time the premier anime convention in Ohio. Yes. yes. Uh, that takes place down in Columbus. Yeah. Greater Columbus Convention Center. It was the first con I ever went to. It wasn't the first con I went to, but it was one that I I've been to that one about as often as any of the other ones because the ticket prices were good. And you see a lot of there was always a really there always there used to be a really really good turnout <laughs> lots and lots of great cosplay but uh however <laughs> this year was a little bit different uh i don't know the specifics i read a, a big long article about the uh worker strike going on within ohio con yeah. worker strike slash um uh, uh boycott boycott of yeah. the con yeah because the uh ownership of the convention have done some shady things allegedly allegedly um and i tend and they they don't for, for the amount of stuff that, that that has been prevented i tend to believe the uh workers in this situation so even though this is still technically an allegedly you really should always believe well, the workers yeah. anyway absolutely well <laughs> sh- yeah 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 of course and they should own the means of production <laughs> <laughs> but uh anyway yeah so there was they called for a grand uh, scale boycott of ohiocon and it seemed as though it worked cuz it was a ghost town from what i saw yeah they I, that I, grand I, stairway be- in before the- we continue into it i should disclaim for the past three years, Nerd Overload has received uh, free tickets as media That's to OhioCon. So we need to disclose that that we have at one time been considered media guests at OhioCon. Not this year. I didn't apply for them because I wouldn't. The, have, yeah, I wouldn't the, have the, wanted the, to buy, go. Uh, the boycott. But yeah, so I'm we, no scab. Yeah, no, I'm not a scab. No. no. Uh, but, uh, so we, but we watched, uh, social media of people that did, uh, attend Twitter. Twitter was a bit active about it. Twitter yeah. was a little active. And, uh, what we saw was honestly shocking. The lack and of hilarious. people. Yeah. Also hilarious. Th- that grand staircase yeah, always, always full tons of cosplayers and people hanging out. It, nobody, I was three s- or four. Yeah. There was like six people in that one picture. I, yeah. I would say, realistically, I would say the con maybe had 10% of its usual turnout. 
And when you have a con that is the biggest in Ohio or was until MatsuriCon, it and just go to MatsuriCon. Just go to MatsuriCon. It's, 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 it's a much better con, yeah. But um, you have a con that is, you know, in a decent year, not even a good year, but a decent year would see probably close to a million people or, you know, a, a, lot. a lot. Very close to a million people. Oh, yeah, you, not, they, there would a be a lot. There would be a lot. I remember the last year I we went, I was it was it was elbow to elbow. Literally everywhere. It's elbow to the, elbow. It's one of the biggest cons in Ohio. And if for not, them to receive get probably that I would say maybe like, you know, less than a hundred thousand people. Oh yeah. Showed up. The parking garage was, was not full. Empty. Was yeah. almost empty. It's usually full. Mm-hmm. It is usually you are unable to, yeah, to park you there. You have to park somewhere else. Yes. Yes. You go across the street. Go next to North Market and park uh-huh. there. Is where I usually yeah. had to park. So successful. On the roof. Yeah. Successful boycott and it's see. I really hope it sent a message. I really do. I'm I'm hoping it sent a message. I'm hoping it didn't, the message is it, well, we're just done, but they need to, because I, w- I always feel bad when a con dies, when a locally owned non-corporate con dies, like GalaxyCon or like some of the, yeah, or you know, traveling when, cons. When, World, when Mid-Ohio became Wizard, Wizard World, World, I was a little, then, that was a little of a bummer. Yeah, yeah. it was. But it... it it need I'm glad it's sent it's sending a message to the people in charge of the con that hey don't be a jerk f- <laughs> fix your stuff just fix your stuff <laughs> don't do a bad job do a good job yeah so uh <laughs> <laughs> that's my controversial stance there you go hey wow whoa simmer down there Cody <laughs> with those hot takes <laughs> Um, all right, last thing, and we're going to glance over it real quick. Uh, the WWE is Oof. has signed a deal. Well, I'm going to start with the good stuff. They've signed a deal with Netflix where all of their um, their weekly Raw live shows are will no longer be on television. They're going to be live on, streaming on Netflix. And, oh, that's weird. Yeah, that is weird. And outside of the U.S., so they're keeping the, the WWE Network app for the u.s but outside of the u.s all um pay-per-views and streaming will be available on netflix so like if you're in canada the uk whatever oh so we don't get the netflix (laughs) or have a vpn or have a vpn (laughs) yes or have a vpn brought to you by nord vpn no we're not no we're not i I would take that one but yeah because i like it but yeah um but yeah and i and it's kind of funny that they announced this big, grand, great thing, and less than twelve hours later, uh, allegations of uh, gross sexual misconduct against one Vincent K. McMahon um, were released. This is almost taking it out of the um, Blizzard handbook. <laughs> hey, let's let's introduce a new a new diverse uh, yeah. Overwatch character that checks all right, the boxes. That checks all the boxes right before. <laughs> Uh, we find out that uh, all of our uh, higher ups are awful people. <laughs> now, I will say Vince McMahon has been slowly phased out ever since Titan Sports has been bought by the uh, MMA guys. I forget what uh, the name uh, of the company uh, is. Yeah, Dana White. Yeah, yeah. So he's been slowly phased out of all of the planning. 
Hey, just jumping in here real quick to say that about two hours or so after we finished recording this episode, Vince McMahon resigned from the WWE completely. So he is no longer actively involved in the company whatsoever. Doesn't excuse all of the gross sexual misconduct that he has allegedly. We still, again, technically have to say allegedly. But or else it's defamation. The evidence is damning. Oh, yeah. And it's Vince McMahon. And it's Vince McMahon. I was, who has a history of being a real turd. Yeah, well, I was not surprised, here's, unfortunately. Here's the thing. I've 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 gone I've gotten into the wrestling a little bit here recently. And while I can say that hi- wrestling history is a fascinating subject to watch and try to understand, most people within wrestling are varying degrees of awful especially ones that were around in the mid 80s to early 90s it's attitude gotten era. attitude era it's gotten better over the years but it's still not perfect and yeah a lot of those older wrestle wrestle guys we're, we're we're talking steroid steroid trials we're talking you know all the stuff the the great expansion with uh WWE we're talking all that stuff not good folks and Vince McMahon seems to be one of the worst of them i mean you don't get that rich by being a good guy no and again it's not surprising at all do we want to talk about a little of the specifics i i would rather we don't because it is ucky it's pretty yucky, and I try to keep this show <laughs> a positive already, one. We've already danced too close to the fire with the Doom with, with the Doom <laughs> popcorn. We had to make a choice. It was either Doom, Doom Bucket or WWE stuff. We made our bed, and now we have to live in it. But if the there are the allegations are ongoing, um, it's all out there on the internet. Uh, I urge you to go and look up stuff for yourself. I mean, that's what I did when you guys mentioned it in the group chat. Uh-huh. I hadn't heard yeah. about it's it. It's pretty, pretty, pretty gnarly stuff. And it's and it's not just Vince McMahon. It's a lot of the higher ups and some of the bigger names starting to sound like some of the wrestlers as well. Again, allegedly, allegedly. But uh, anyway, uh, we'll be kind of following this as it goes along. I, again, don't want to be like become like, you know, this is all we talk about. But wrestle boys, the wrestle, podcast. Wrestle, wrestle boys, but we're not tights and fights or whatever. We're, we're not. <laughs> that yeah. probably doesn't even. That probably does doesn't. That even, yeah. I, don't, I don't think it does. That's a really good name, though. <laughs> it is a really good name. <laughs> the only thing I remember about that is they, when I would hear the ads for it, they'd have their little theme tights, song. Tights and fights. It sounds like it was being yeah. recorded by somebody who was afraid their parents were going to hear him singing. <laughs> yeah, in the ring. It, it did. Yeah, it absolutely <laughs> did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like when. Like when uh, in that one Cell Park episode when Cartman sings the uh, the Coon and Friends song with Cthulhu. Oh yeah, where they're kind of spoofing like My Neighbor Totoro. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I haven't watched South Park in forever. I really haven't either. I mean, I was never the biggest. Not that I wasn't a big fan, but like it We're was really just something I didn't. It. it was just one that was, if it's on, I'll watch it. But it wasn't something. It wasn't something I would search out. But yeah, yeah. I, I've had to come to terms in in my adult years that 
South Park, it just isn't good anymore. Yeah. And it was such a big part of my... Adolescence. Adolescence. Well, you know the saying, uh, you know, die a hero or live long enough to become the villain. It's uh, end the show early or live long enough to people get tired of it. Boring and kind of drab. Yeah. Simpsons. <laughs> Simpsons did it. Simpsons, Simpsons did, did it first. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we have actually hit time. So let's go ahead and wrap things up for the week. You have been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, or support our Patreon at Nerd Overload Now. You can send us an email, staff at nerdoverload.com, or give us a call on the Nerd Overload hotline, numbers 419-561-5556. Tell me why they haven't made a Pauline amiibo. I would, yeah. No, you know what? That's the one amiibo I wouldn't be upset about. Uh, You can also find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Deezer, just signed up for Deezer. What Deezer is, is a thing. What is that? I don't know, but it's a thing, <laughs> and we signed up for it, so we're on Deezer now. My favorite album is the Blue Album from Deezer. Deezer. <laughs> uh, lastly, I want to thank Parker for helping us out over at the Facebook page, and David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff at davidpencil.com. And again, thank you all for tuning in. We'll be back next week. I think Deezer's Red Album unfairly gets a bad rap. There's some good tracks on there. That's fair enough. 